0: Dracarys, bitches, welcome to Straight Up with Stasi. I have two superstars in front of me, not just reality stars because that's like literally like third down the list of what they do. <laughs> they are superstars because they're also WWE stars. I have the Bella Twins, Nikki or Nicole, which one do you want me to call you? Um, Call me Nicole. Nicole. Yeah. Nicole and Brie, y'all, that's right. thank you so much for oh, being here yeah. and did you do your own makeup? No. no okay Never. we had it done for you okay we did we
1: are yeah we are i mean we're not the shits at doing our own makeup but we're not the greatest I'm not
2: good you if you actually saw my makeup drawer you would be like no I have like Three little Jane Ordell things, a couple little lip glosses, and that's it.
0: So when you guys are filming your show, well, first, Justin, I mean, everyone knows who you guys are already, so I don't feel like I need to do that big of an intro. I honestly feel like a douche being like, let me intro you guys. (laughs) But you guys, okay, WWE superstars, you were on Total Divas, then you got your own spinoff, Total Bellas, you have your own podcast, you have your own wine, you have a fitness line, you basically like don't have a life right no no we, we were 24 7
2: but we made it's, sure that like the stuff we got into we're like would we like this socially because this will be yeah. our life and we're right? like, well we drink a lot of wine yeah. So. yeah the
1: wine you get a drink on the job which is mm-hmm. amazing true fashion and, is fun yes then we have the hair stuff which is you know we're always washing our hair and we have to talk about it but, but then, then reality <laughs> show we can
0: hang out with the family yeah, yeah. <laughs> the life do you guys <laughs> complain when you're busy all the time I'm a complainer. I, to be honest, I complain a little bit.
2: You know what it is like of sleep because yeah. we sacrifice. I feel like so much sleep, and I love sleep. But Same. I'm, and I'm a mom too, so it's already sacrificing that sleep. So that's the only time I complain.
1: I'm like, damn, can I just have more sleep in my life? Yeah. She doesn't do good when our schedules are like fully packed. I'm like, who needs sleep? Let's just go. This one, no.
2: Brie no. gets. oh, Bri, I'm super on, upset. on my side? A couple naps here and there wouldn't hurt anyone. I'm like,
0: give me a nap. Are you the type of person that like when it gets to be late at night, you're counting down the hours <laughs> that yes. you're actually going to get of sleep? That's me.
2: Yeah, I feel bad even when it comes to sex. I'm like, well, I That's still <laughs> get like six, eight hours? <laughs> it's How quick true, will right? Be?
0: I mean, I don't even know what it's like to have a baby, much less. I mean, come on.
2: Right. Like even the other night, I get into bed. And I'm so excited, just like my husband was on the road and it just felt like a cozy night. And I'm like, this is the night I'm going to get a lot of
0: sleep. And sure enough, my daughter Wait, the night up. for a lot of sleep or the night, oh, you said he was on the road. He was on the road. I know. Yeah. You said it is like yeah. excitement, like well, you're going to get laid. I that was last to, night, right?
1: <laughs>
2: that was last night. But um, so I was, it just felt like a good night. And then 10 p.m. rolls around and my daughter... Just screaming, crying that her ear hurts and she thinks dinosaurs bitter and just became this dramatic night. So then she had to sleep in the bed with me and I'm like, oh, here we go. Let's see. Anytime she rolled over on her ear, scream cried. It was going on every 30 minutes. I literally I didn't sleep at all. It went
0: from like I thought heaven you was thought about it was, to happen. You thought and then Yeah, it was, I was just rocked. Ripped right away right <laughs> yeah. in front of you. That's the worst. Yeah. Motherhood. I mean, it's I can't you. wait to be a mom, but like that when I hear things yeah. like that, I'm like, eh, <laughs> Right. Should I pass? Yeah. <laughs> Especially when you're like a career woman. It's like it's, she
1: tells me, I mean, I see all this stuff, and it's, I'm always like, oh, do I want to be a mom yet? I
0: like sleep. I like happy hours. You got like to be committed. Vacation. You do. Yeah. Well, Commitment. I listen, I like can't believe how much you guys do. And the fact that you also produce you executive produce yeah your show does that mean that you guys get to make like decisions we yes. do because you know sometimes <laughs> people will be like
1: oh do they just get the credit but Bree and I like we had to earn our EP credit. We do a lot on Total Divas, a lot of the back end stuff. So I became an EP on Total Divas and I'd help out with the storylines and the cast and Editing. So we have the same umbrellas. And so we get a look at all the episodes and we're a part of the editing process. But Brie and I always sit back as producers. I mean, there are stuff I would love to delete, but yeah. I'm like, I'm cheating. My viewers, like I'm not giving them fooling me, even though this is embarrassing. Um, but it's difficult. It's so much work. I am
0: jealous because yeah. I wouldn't be fair if yeah. I was an executive <laughs> producer. I would give myself the golden edit every single episode. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's, it's, it's. You tough. know what viewers want to see. They love the drama, or when you're embarrassing
1: yourself, like. This season, when we go back on air, Artem and I get into a fight that's oh, so great. high school. I hadn't been in an argument like that for so long And I got so drunk off tequila and I acted like an 18-year-old and I'm just so embarrassed for everyone to see it. Like my face is all Mm -hmm. smeared off and- You know what?
0: I don't (sighs) feel bad for you because you guys always have it together on your show. Have you seen or heard of Vanderpump Rules? (laughs) Yes. That's great. Every episode, us embarrassing, embarrassing ourselves because of tequila. Yeah. Like, that's pretty much... But it's so good. You guys kill it. I know. Ugh, I mean... That's what people
2: like to see. It's crazy. And I think it's because people relate to all of us. They're like, you know, I can act
0: like that too in my life. Do you feel lucky? I mean, you guys, if you think about it, What you go through isn't that relatable. Like, you guys are famous stars. No one can relate to what it's like to be like a superhero because physically you guys are. You're Mm -hmm. superheroes and you're super well known, yet still people are obsessed with you guys. Like, that means that your personalities have to be like that much better to be relatable. So, pat yourselves on the back. Oh, Oh, thank thank you. you. That That is very sweet. (laughs) It's, It's.
1: yeah, I think, I mean, I think that's why Brie and I got our spinoff is people, when they saw Sandivas, were shocked. Well, I think one, the sister bond. People love the sister bond. And then they were shocked how. Relatable, Brie and I would live our lives being these stars. They're like, yeah. "Whoa, these girls are just like us." But how? Like, <laughs> yeah. we like to drink. We're not afraid to show it. We, unless we're getting glam done, we kind of—I mean, forever—we would do our own makeup and be like, "Whatever," and still, I still shop at Forever Twenty One. We're like, do My own makeup, but you, you do guys. A great, job. but you do, but you have gorgeous eyes. Like, you don't need much. Yeah, know. you guys are heinous. No, <laughs> no <it's> a <laughs> I'm bunch still... of dogs in here. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I'm still trying to figure out this contour game it's like difficult and the no. baking i hear all this stuff I'm wait like, what's I don't, baking with all when they put all the powder on or something i was trying to watch a youtube video about it and it's something that creates heat <laughs> your makeup doesn't melt off all day i don't know i was so confused see i like no makeup
2: unless i i feel like i need it for something but on that I, in my everyday life we wear no
1: makeup i like no makeup mm-hmm. for real yeah for real Our friends are always shocked. They're like, you know, people are going to ask for photos and you guys still wear no makeup on your days off. I'm like, but why would we? Who cares?
0: Oh my gosh. I just don't care. I care. So I'm like, my psoriasis (laughs) is all out. I have like eczema, rosacea everywhere. And it's like that one person who's just going to bother me at that one time when I'm just upset and I look like shit. And then I can't be like, no, I'm sorry. I can't. You can't be that person. No, you have to still do it. So you have to still do it. And then that photo is then just like, Picked up and picked up and picked up and then it haunts me for the rest of my life and it's gonna end up on my tombstone. Oh yeah, I have a gazillion gazillion out there. We have so many bad photos and I'm like, whatever. Like this summer,
1: because of hormones, I look like I had a permanent mustache. It was like the worst. My skin got so brown on my upper (laughs) lip, really, (laughs) because of the sun and hormones. Like I went to so many doctors. They're like, yeah, sorry, hormones. Like stay out of the sun. And I'm like, it's the summer.
0: Wait, is this something that I need to start thinking about hormones? Like, what do you mean? Like, what's going on with your hormones right now? They just would be like, it's out of whack. But I never got a brown mustache, and my hormones
2: definitely. But I do have excuses.
0: She just got a bad spray (laughs) tan. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Or they used to say if you would drink margaritas and the lime would go on your upper lip, or Coronas.
0: You know, I have been in San Diego with so many chicks, it sucks. Wait, I'm, I'm. (laughs) Wait, <laughs> So a bunch of chicks drank Coronas And with, then With the lime So, so it's supposedly like the, the lime
2: juice Like if it gets on your upper lip and in the sun It could just make it like a brown Like, brown like, a, like burns in a way
0: <laughs> I wonder if that like back in the day Before real self-tanner <laughs> That was the thing Just put oh. on some Just rub some lime all over you Go out in the sun And it's like Was that like Squeeze that the lime actually, right on your face Yeah like, <laughs> That the could pre- be a good YouTube video. Yeah, that's okay. Mm-hmm. The things maybe you maybe learn try. with the Bella Twins, honestly, honestly.
1: lime
2: juice, anything no with bueno. drinking,
0: <laughs> anything weird. So, do you guys do get your makeup done every day when you film? No, Ma- not every day. Maj- I mean, I feel like I
1: do majority more than you you get tired and then she doesn't want to deal with anyone and then I look at her and I go oh she's going to watch this back and then she's going to be upset uh and it always happens she's like oh my gosh the Mm -hmm. one thing though is we always what we realize is we try to get our workouts in before you know
0: like a 12 hour day oh you guys are going to kill me right, here (laughs) just tell me what you do (laughs) but we do
1: just glam and then all of a sudden we realize we look like we have dirty dirty ass ass hair
0: We're like, like did, maybe
2: we should have cleaned our hair too. That was the thing sweating the <laughs> no, most. We need <laughs> Okay,
0: so you guys work out before every day shoot? Do you, you work out every day? We
2: try to do something active every day. We, I mean, we both have personal trainers, but for us, we just know like when you're active, it just your mental health to your physical health it just does so many great things so we try every day to do something that's i
0: really need to be inspired you guys because i am a lazy ass really yeah. you look amazing thank you, you that's do. just because i try not to eat as much as somebody who works out would eat yeah <laughs> like i have to just well, watch. well diet it.
1: is key <laughs> that's good yeah diet is key but i bet
2: you if you start doing something little every day you'd like become addicted like that like
0: do you like dance um when I'm drunk and alone in my apartment. Yeah, like, sounds like me. Yeah, like mm-hmm. not it's in front of people. No.
1: Um, I, yoga?
0: I, I went through a yoga phase. That was fun. Yeah. I think once I like get in the routine of something, it's like then I get used to it. I feel good about myself. But like with your – like you would know, like with your lives and a lot of people's lives, it's really hard – to have a routine because yes. so every funny. day is different. And I couldn't imagine then on top of that, having a child like every day is different. Than oh, like- my so
2: true. I mean, you really do have to roll with the punches, but I think what it is is we kind of prioritized our lives and what's, what's important. And, you know, being a mom's obviously number one in our relationships, but, you know, workout's a big thing to us because we just know how great we feel and we know that that applies to us. On the reality show, to our businesses, we're just clear-minded. Yeah. And um, But I, I bring my daughter to workouts a lot. If, like, I don't have, if my nanny can't watch her, my husband's not home. Yeah. And you have to see her, she loves to squat. Oh, you have that to tell her. My little two-and-a-half-year-old squatting. Tell him about what Birdie said last night. Oh, well, she, she was telling me that, um, she's talking about my personal trainer, John, and I couldn't believe she remembered his name. Uh-huh. She's like, well, John, I try to get on the bike and it was so big and my legs couldn't reach. But one day I'll be big enough for the bike. And then I played with the club. She was playing with the golf club. And she's like, and I swung it. And I love workout. Oh, and I was my like, gosh. <laughs> so I just cute. looked at her and she sitting on my bed like a little old lady just talking. And I'm like, what? You're not even three. Like, how are we having this conversation? But we had it. And then she started talking about dinosaurs
0: again. Okay, see, so. I'm right now back to <laughs> wanting a baby now. That's they cute. are amazing They, they I are. will say
2: The hardest job you'll ever have But the most fulfilling
0: And you picked such a cute name It's Birdie Joe. Right? Birdie Joe, that's Yeah, That's f- fucking cute Thank <laughs> yeah. you Sorry to use the F word In that. the same <laughs> sentence As your kid's name <laughs> But I just think That's an adorable name Thank you Are I you uh, Do you um, uh, Is that weird When I'm Because listeners Aren't going to know Who I'm talking about When I just say you Sorry I'll no. do a better job at that Do you guys have to do that On your podcast Being like Actually We probably sp- should Me speak It's like like, Bree speaking hey, me, right now, Nikki. Nicole speaking. We always have
1: to do that on inner, you know, when you do your phone interviews. People yes. always are like, okay, before you girls answer, say your name. But we don't do that on our podcast because I feel like people know our voice now. We I have a so. little bit of a different voice. Hers is deeper. It is. That's okay. No, I know. I
0: didn't say it in a bad way. I like, I'm cl- trying to close my eyes and hear you guys talk. And I, I think I know what you're talking about. You know, you, but I, for the sake of my listeners right now, I <laughs> will not confuse them and yeah. I will start to use your name. So if you guys get annoyed with me, sorry. No, no I really love, love it. it. I want to get into a uh, your engagement, Ooh, Nicole. Yeah because <laughs> I thought that I had the engagement of my dreams. Mm-hmm. and then I read that you got engaged <laughs> in a um, French castle. Yes. Are you fucking kidding? I know. It's it was pretty unreal and so
1: it was our birthday dinner. And I was like, oh, this is amazing. Oh, my gosh. Brie, were you annoyed that she took the thunder? <laughs> Usually happens. <laughs> <I get some laughs> <new> story <laughs> of her life. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but we are so all of a sudden it was funny because Artem wasn't there to take the bus over to the castle over. And it was French wine country. It was so beautiful. But I was like, oh, he's already there. But I'm not thinking anything of it. And when we showed up, he was in a tuxedo and I was like, whoa. I mean, we were dressed to the nines, but like a tux is like, whoa. But I was- I've like, never even seen my fiance in a tux. So oh my there's God. that. I, no. Tuxes are so sexy. Tell him that. I will. <laughs> because they're just there's something about a tux, but or a man in a tux. Um so we we all are enjoying drinks, and this castle has so much history and a lot of wine history. So we were in heaven. And um then Artem was like Hey, Nicole, I want to take you on this tour. And I'm like, oh, just me? Okay. But then he was getting so nervous. And I'm like, Artem, are you okay? Like, it's just a tour. And (laughs) he was, look out the window. Like, look at the vineyards. They're so beautiful. It was pitch black out. I'm like, well, I don't, I can't see anything. (laughs) And he looks out and he goes, oh, I thought there were going to be lights out there. I'm like, you did? And how he was getting nervous in my head, I'm like, no way. Is yeah. this happening? But yeah. I think this is happening. Because then there's this velvet curtain in this middle of this like historic ballroom. And I'm like, okay, what's the curtain doing there? I'm like, oh my gosh. So then he tells me to close my eyes. And I, my heart just started beating and I could feel his heartbeat. And I'm like, this is about to happen. All of a sudden he opens up the curtains and there's this mini orchestra playing one of our songs, which is Unforgettable by French Montana. The orchestra's playing it candles everywhere roses everywhere he takes me there's a fireplace he takes me into this middle of this area that he had created and then he just oh, bless his heart you know when they get into this speech yeah. and it never sounds correct it, like it's never you're you, right you kind of like what like I, I remember his first line it was like,
0: the moment um, you came into my life, you turned it upside down. Oh, wait. I think that's what Bo said to me. Did he? Not even joking. I think it was like, my world has never been the same. Something like that. Like, yeah. this, from the second I met you, my world is literally... Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure. And it's mm-hmm. funny because I was like,
1: well, I, I don't know if that's a good thing. And <laughs> I was so nervous. I kept joking. And he was like, Nicole, this is serious. I'm like, okay, sorry. Um, but they get so shaky, right? When they yeah. talk. So it's like you see a side of them you never have seen before. You've never seen Artem shaky. Not like that. No, because even when we dance, he was a man. It was like he was ready for anything. Like he's Russian. Bree's seen I'm him shaky. I feel yeah. like I've seen him shaky. About what? Well, I went ring
2: shopping, so he saw the prices and he was shaky. There's <laughs> <You're laughs> such a Because <bitch. laughs> like, okay, he knows okay? who he's <laughs> with. He's like in Russia we just get gold bands. I'm like, Well, it's America. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and your girl likes diamonds. And
1: yeah. not You're marrying small someone who's
2: high maintenance.
1: <laughs> not high maintenance. I just appreciate a good diamond. Anyways,
0: argue, argue, yeah, right. Twenty four 24 <laughs>
1: four seven. But then he got down on one knee, and it was just, it was so cute. And then all the family came upstairs because his family was there.
0: Yeah, and so, but well, I think i had read that that was the trip that you were meeting his family. Yeah, correct. Yeah, meeting
1: his family. They don't know English. Um, oh, well, I that's don't know difficult. Russian. Oh. It was – Artem was translating so much that he'd start looking at me and speaking Russian. I'm like, what? And then he's like, sorry. And then he'd look at his family and be speaking English. And he was just like, I need a break, guys. I'm sorry. Like, you guys, I can't do this. He was having a tough time just –
2: it was a lot of
1: like big smiles and head nodding
0: the whole time like <laughs> totally
2: we're all eating <laughs> we're like, and drinking like
0: more to drink did you just get more shit faced i feel like as oh, family i'd be like i'm just i can't communicate Me? anyway i'm just gonna fucking get hammered yeah, yeah. we drink ourselves poor... sober <laughs> his parents are sober no, no. we
1: drink ourselves sober and oh. then his family finally had to go to him and go look we can't drink anymore this has been too much yeah. and we're like do when you, you drink know what with family best, with? Fam. <laughs> oh my god yeah I they had to tap out they
0: were done you guys are hardcore yeah All right, do you have student loans? I'm sure you do. Most people do. Okay. Refinancing them with earnest could save you money or lower your monthly payment. And it only takes two minutes to check your rate online. Think about all of that stress that you have when you're going to sleep or driving your car or you want to buy a pair of shoes and you're like, I can't because I have freaking student loan debt. A little financial relief goes a long way. And refinancing with earnest can help you pick a monthly payment that fits your budget so So you can breathe easy today. Listen, we all know life is unpredictable, but you don't want that to affect your bank account. So whether you want to lower your monthly expenses or just pay it off sooner, Earnest Student Loan Refinancing has a solution for you. To start, all you have to do is complete a few questions online and it only takes two minutes and you'll get a personalized rate estimate all without affecting your credit score, which is so important. If you qualify, Earnest offers customizable loan terms and no fees. So please, I'm talking to you if you have student loan debt. Let me help you. Start saving today. Our listeners get a one hundred dollars cash bonus when you refinance a student loan at Ernest.com slash Stasi. That's a one hundred dollars cash bonus when you refinance a student loan at Ernest.com slash Stasi. Go to earnest.com slash Stasi today. Terms and conditions apply. So he proposed shaky's shaky
1: propose I don't even remember I can't cuz the cameras were there and it was funny because they got so excited that like a camera guy tripped over a candle I thought the whole place was going to light Could on fire you right I mean it was I, there was so much going on that I only remember when he said that first sentence I don't remember the rest so I want to like hear it it just there was so much nerves and everything but I do know that we all went downstairs and then Artem gave a big speech and then my family members start laughing. And I looked at him- He
2: quoted wedding pressures. <laughs> so poor wait, guy. what did he say wait he did the one that owen wilson said about the um <laughs> gosh what was it it was so good he, this my, my sister-in-law never... was like drunk and she bursted out laughing and she's like you just quoted wedding crashers and he's like i googled and i was like oh him and the google wait, gets him every time i need to know <laughs>
1: what line he quoted i, know. I uh, mean what was it i can't remember
2: this was in November so.
1: I was like so lost in the moment and then my family, when they were laughing, I'm well, like,
0: Oh my god. That I mean, needs we had to been air drinking all day. Oh yeah. Oh, it's, for it's sure gonna air because it has to. you guys are executive producers. You yeah. make sure that shit airs. <laughs> oh oh yeah. I will. That oh, is I will. <laughs> so funny. This one. Well, why did you wait? Why did you wait to announce it just so now? it was And uh, you probably
1: know this with reality TV, that when things happen on TV, they Mm -hmm. sometimes want to wait till,
0: like, it airs. Yeah, I said, fuck that shit. You think I'm going to hide this thing until it airs? You're out of your damn mind. Well, I started to feel that way. And I don't know if
1: it was the influenza B that I had over the holidays, but I got— like, I didn't get to do New Year's because I was so sick and I was yeah. felt sorry for myself. I'm like, you know what? Exciting things are happening for me in 2020 just because I couldn't meditate them in or whatever. Ooh, did you get the Instagram FOMO? <laughs> totally. Maybe, Maybe that's Whoa. what it was.
2: She we was, were missing out on Instagram. <laughs> well, she was looking
1: at all those top nine yeah. photos. <laughs> just, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> so, well, no, it. what got me was Nana. So my grandmother was like, I, I like literally questioned me. I'm like, well, I don't understand the why you're not wearing your ring. You have an announcement like you're engaged. And I'm like, well, Nana, you know, TV and different stuff. And she was, but you're engaged. Right. And kept questioning me in that way. And I, I started to feel stupid. Like, yeah. no, I, I am engaged. But and she was, so why are you waiting? Oh, for like she literally said for social media or for your show. I'm confused. I felt so stupid. I was like, Nana wins. I'm posting the that best I'm engaged. The Nana yeah. goes, so I can't talk about this. Tell your sister post.
2: The best
0: is I said, <laughs> go,
2: oh, gosh, this sounds
0: 87, awful. 87, right, Nana? Like Nana, yeah. 87 yeah. years old. Hearing so. your grandmother be like, wait. I mean, her voice, I guess, doesn't sound like that. But <laughs> no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to imagine that it does for this right now. Like, wait, I can't talk about my granddaughter's <laughs> engagement until she she posts on the on the social media, yeah. social media, yeah. <laughs> the Did, Instagram. Yeah. Could you imagine? She was so, like,
2: "Where's the world
0: going?" <laughs> and
1: I, and I saw her facial, so I it made me feel silly. I was like, I I thought about it. And it hit me for a week, and then I was like, "I'm posting." Yeah. And then.
0: How long, was, when do we get to watch that episode? Well, when does it come out? Should we all go it says, back on
2: air April 9th? God, should doesn't that this? feel so
1: far away? I mean,
2: so far away. I
1: mean, it originally was February and now it's April and I'm just like, damn, that's so long. They
0: need to bring it back sooner because I can't, I'm, listen, I love the Kardashians. It's one of my favorite shows, but I need another one in rotation yeah right you know what i mean (laughs) totally it's like every time i turn on e it's only card. and i'm not hate. i love the kardashians but i agree i just need and i I don't like botched no offense i think that we have the same producers sorry but i don't like it i can't i can't handle watching to watch yeah no no botch so i need you guys to come back yeah people need bellas in their life Honestly, you guys like get in that itch. You guys are just like the modern day, like gal Gadot super superwoman. <laughs> it's like, do people make comparisons to you guys about that all the time?
1: Yeah. Well, Brie always loves to diss Wonder Woman because she's like, What yeah, is your thing I, about Wonder Woman? This is the
2: thing. I said, Wonder Woman isn't a mom. So, you know, once you're a mom, you're the true Wonder Woman.
1: Brie has, yeah. There's some Wonder Woman. I mean, she was in her
2: her. 20s fighting crime. I'm like, bitch, I was fighting a lot of stuff in my 20s. (laughs) Your (laughs) vagina, your ovaries, everything. I partied, slept two hours, and did big things. You know what?
0: (laughs) I think there's something here. Brie, I feel like you could write something and it could be like a comic superhero like Deadpool, except it's a mom. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, like that. You
2: just grumpy and disgruntled. Yes, and I grab stuff real angry. So like.
1: exhausted. Yeah. Yes, can't lose people... those last five pounds and is mad. So mad.
2: Is still that true? Mad.
1: Is it really that hard?
2: <sighs> Even you for someone no like idea. you. Like I, I'm not. I'm gonna put myself over for a second. I had ripped abs for my whole life. I've never had an ab. Oh really? She, I'm sorry. Sorry, I
0: didn't mean to. still your thunder. I <laughs> and I
2: and I worked hard <laughs> at it and all this had it my whole career. 48 pounds when I got pregnant Um, you know I thought it was a healthy 48 and (laughs) had a long labor ended up having an emergency c-section and it i gotten some of the abs back but the ones that kind of go where the belly button region is and under gone I don't know where they went they cut through it and that's where my weight like I'm trying to lose and I just you know there's days where I feel really great and then other days I have one cheat day and I'm like you know it puts me back a month and I'm like you're kidding like one cheat day well I think for moms it's a lack of sleep
0: yeah. And then, you know He's what I sleep
2: My kid doesn't finish her mac and cheese. Well, guess
0: who does? Oh, that's, that, I, I'm scared of that because I, I gotta, heard when you become a mom and people are like, I just, the weight just fell off because I'm always running after my kid and just yeah. like making food for my kid and I don't <laughs> have time to eat. And I'm like, bullshit. Um, whenever I watch moms, they like cook for their kid. The kid doesn't want it. And then what are you going to throw that food away? No, I'd be sucking that shit down oh, yeah i would get bigger after i have a baby you know oh, someone told happens. me they go you want
2: to lose your baby weight stop eating your kids leftovers and i was like oh
0: what?
2: like yeah that's me yes I, so i have to tell myself brie don't finish the mac and cheese like you can't do like just throw it away and i love mac and cheese the, but... who <laughs> doesn't right or grilled cheese i mean she doesn't finish the other half i'm like staring at it I'm like...
0: Oh, you God, know what? The mm-hmm. next time when you go home to Birdie, just be like, listen, you little shit. Right. You're going to start fe- eating all of your food because you're making mommy fat. Right? <laughs> Honestly.
2: <laughs> give her just more broccoli, more peas. She'd think- love to
0: boss you around and tell you
2: what to eat. Oh, Bird would love it. She would love it. <laughs> She's my karma. She's oh. stubborn. She already has a strong personality telling me no and telling me pretty much how to live. I love
0: it. Were mm-hmm. you guys always like this? Like... Fighters, not just, I don't mean physically, your personalities, your, yeah, like, your feisty women. Oh, yeah. So, like, when you were growing up, you guys were just pretty much the same. We did. Oh, my
1: gosh. We, We, I mean, between each other, we fought a lot between each other, but also, like, and I don't know if it was because there was always two, but even when we mm-hmm. walk into kindergarten, it was like "Don't mess with us," and that continued
0: all through school. Like I protecting each other. That's not yeah. all twins. I think that's it's just true. you. I just knew us, yeah. a bunch of twins, and they weren't like "Don't fuck with us."
1: <laughs> right? We. I mean, I remember We've when they came that. in high school. Well, it was eighth grade, and they came to gra- gather all the girls to initiate. You know how they used to do that way back in the day?
0: Like, I still do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. i right. <laughs> like, do they not you know, do that those- anymore. Well, there
1: started to be all these rules, I think. I mean, we... We're really dating ourselves. We've been out of high school a super long time. But I remember when they they were grabbing all the girls and throwing them in the back of the pickup truck, I was like, don't you dare touch me. And the senior girls were like, excuse me. I'm like, oh, you're going to regret it. Don't you touch me. <laughs> and I literally saw all the girls get driven off and initiated. And Bree and I didn't get initiated because I was like, I'm not going to let people just throw shit in we my We weren't hair. in the mood that day. We weren't in the mood. <laughs> <laughs> but we were like that a lot. Just, I mean, I got into a few fights that weren't you know, got me into trouble. But I just, I always stuck up for myself. And our dad taught us that at a very young age. He, He I mean, he would even tell us like, you stare people in the eye and you never be the first one to look away when you're in like a fight or an argument. Right. He goes, he just would teach us these things. So I felt like I just took it like and ran with it. And every, anything like there was ever an issue. I was just, I mean, my principal all the time, even in high school, be like, you need to just settle down. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to let people take advantage of me.
2: He also had and, an issue
1: with your bra strap showing all well, the time. Well, and I dress like a hoe, but not like <laughs> for attention. I just tried to copy j when I was young, and that
2: was a mistake. <laughs> See, but. Gwen Stefani is the one who really fucked me because I love the big pants and then the little crop tops in uh-huh. middle school, and I just wanted to be Gwen. And you guys are, are from Orange County, looking. right?
0: Or San Diego? No,
1: we Scott, were born we grew in Scottsdale. Yeah, born in San Diego, but grew up at that time in Scottsdale. Okay. So they were just not ready for it. Yeah. We brought Cali <laughs> to them. Way they too. Soon. They just <laughs> yeah,
0: they didn't get it. So, but yeah. When did you guys learn to fight physically? This is now I mean physically. Yeah, like a stunt? Like, like wrestlers? Like, yes. Like when did you learn what like how does that even you've probably been asked this so many times and you're just so fucking bored of people asking no, you this? We but get it. How do you decide, like, I'm gonna go into this career that is so insanely hard. You have a better shot at like being the next Beyonce, I feel like, <laughs> than like making yeah. it in your world. Like it's true. What? Like how? Like you know, It's crazy
2: it's- because, you know, we, we grew up as athletes. We were soccer players. And at a very young age, we actually started to travel the United States in our competitive league. And we also loved to um, lip sync to the Spice Girls. And we put on these performances because my parents would do, right? Wasn't (laughs) it the best? Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: My parents would have these big boxing matches and Nicole was like, well. Well, They would, when the boxing matches were on, they'd have these big parties. They didn't have boxing matches. Yeah, (laughs) because boxing was cool back in that day. I mean, that was later on and then they divorced. Yeah. Just
2: kidding. (laughs) And so um, we were like, well, when there's a break, we want to sing for everyone. Parents were like, oh, geez. And here we come out as Spice Girls lip singing. I was always posh and Nicole was sporty. And um, <laughs> when we came across wrestling, they were doing a thing called Diva Search. And it's kind of like people, I tell people who are more in the mainstream world, like Glow. Yeah. They were on a search for female wrestlers. And um, when I saw it, I was kind of like, well, they fight but they entertain they tell yeah. stories their characters like it was the first thing that i felt so connected to and that felt right like it felt like i was all of
1: that
0: yeah
2: and nicole was looking to play pro ball in italy and i was like i think this is for us like I, we need to go try out now we went to diva search and we were all wrong for everything um, the, all the girls made like had a bunch small of go- boobs.
1: We didn't wear makeup. We were pretty, we thought we were going there to fight people. And yeah. it was literally go-go dancers. We even let much. our hair
2: air dry. Awful. No. I mean, yeah, we probably <laughs> yeah. didn't
1: even have our eyebrows waxed. It was nuts how we walked in. Like total athletes, just tomboys. Just thinking and- we were going to go wrestle and like, then they would come up
2: about characters with us. It was bad. We didn't make Diva Search. So even though we were the only twins, they never had twins. But there was a woman there, Kristen Prouty, who um, saw a lot. And just there was something she's like, I was so drawn to you two. And she actually saw too that our, like, she saw us walk in with confidence and she kind of saw us start to leave, like, feeling weird about ourselves. Yeah. We so got she,
1: destroyed. We
2: did get destroyed. I mean, by
1: people there, like, destroyed. So she we kind of. We even were told, like, would you guys get fake boobs? And I was like, oh, oh my God. I gosh. mean, I have them now, but I didn't do it for that. But then I was like, how dare you? Especially, they said it when we were in bikinis. Oh my God. So yeah. you're just
0: standing on the stage. We're and you're 22 like- and by you, um, the way. And you didn't even have to, like, fight other girls. It was literally just. Like, like modeling. Because modeling, in Glow, they did fight each other in Yeah, the they still auditions. threw them in the ring. Yeah, yeah. right. And Not so, yeah, and we
2: were 22 years old. And um, so, but then we were like, we just want to wrestle. And so Kristen's like, I think I can get you guys an audition in Deep South in McDonough, Georgia, if wrestling's really what you want. We're like, we do. So we flew there, and then we did what you saw in Glow. The girls actually fighting. Yeah. We actually finally got a fight. And... um we fell in love and they offered us this really tiny contract and we told our guys we're moving to Tampa, Florida
1: and we're going to train to wrestle. Yeah. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. It's, it's weird when you get into something and it's like, I didn't, you know, Brie and I didn't grow up as WWE fans, but it's weird when you do something and you just know it's meant to be like, yeah, I'll never forget my first day in the ring when I slammed my back on the mat. It hurts so bad, but I was like, Oh my god, this is what I meant to do. It was like it just clicked and An I knew Brie and I were at yeah, the like where we were supposed to be in life.
0: You guys, I am such a wimp. <laughs> I like at the thought of my back hitting the floor. Oh I would scurry away like a freaking mouse. Like I I just like can't believe that you guys go out there like willing to just get hurt and constantly yeah. getting hurt. And you know what another thing I wanted to ask about? So, <laughs> yeah, who picks your storylines? Do you like sit at home and be like, "Okay, this is going to be our new storyline." Oh, or like yeah. or I wish. is it like the a network that does it? Producers that do it? It's it's Vince writers, McMahon and his producers,
1: team.
2: yeah. And Vince McMahon has the final say. You
1: could pitch though. Like they love when you pitch storylines, but it doesn't mean it's always going to happen. Sometimes it can, but most of the time they're, they're, you kind of show up for TV. You never know who you're going to fight. And they'll be Whoa. like...
0: That's what people oh. don't realize. We only have a few hours to prep before we go live. Hold up. I thought that it was like, like at least like 50 to 60% like staged moves. Well,
2: well, you have to go through training. So you learn all the moves. So you learn about wrestling. You learn about the craft. You even learn how to talk out there without the audience seeing you talk. It's, It's crazy. But... You know, matches aren't can't be put together all the time because the one thing you have to do is listen to the crowd. It is so important when you're telling a story how to bring the audience in. So you might kind of, we get to know like hours before, we might plan one thing, but when we go out there, the crowd might be feeling something way different and you have to adapt.
1: Well, and you can lose time being live TV. Like if the match before you goes over, like there's only so much time, so they'll cut your time. Like even if you're out there, they'll sometimes do it to you. And there's so much psychology to wrestling and then you have to put in TV and the cameras and being live. Like there's so much people don't realize what wrestlers have to learn and adapt to. That's why it's not for everyone. So many people come in and they don't make it because they're like, I know how to wrestle, but it's like, you have to go out there and you have to follow the red light. And then you have to play to a certain camera and then you have to play to a live crowd and TV viewers. And then you have to tell a story. Like there's a villain and there's a superhero and we call it heel and baby face. And like, I loved being a villain. It was so fun, but I didn't want to tell my baby face how I was going to kick their ass in that match because then they're going to make it look fake. So it's like a lot of the times us bad guys, we're like, we're just going to go kick your ass out there and that's what the baby faces want because they want to feel it and like go with it. Like yeah. any of the really big moves we have to know because, I mean, I've broken my neck in the yeah. ring and, you, and we've had so many injuries. So like big ones you have to know like when that's going to come and – and sometimes that doesn't always go right, you know, and it's...
0: Um, like, how do you even, if you sometimes don't even find out who you're fighting until right before, how do you even communicate that something big's big, is that under the breath thing that you're talking about? Yeah, we'll, like, like, we'll like,
1: know before we go out there, like, I know I'm going to fight this you person. you send a text be
0: like, yo, didn't know it was um, yeah. you today, mm-hmm. we got the yeah. same
1: shift, um, what are you planning on doing to me? Actually, <laughs> sometimes much. that happens, sometimes mm-hmm. girls will text me like, hey, we have a match. Tonight, here we're seg four and we have 10 minutes. Like, they'll, like, it's crazy. It's, and sometimes you'll find out you have a match and it's about to go live, and they're like, Yeah, you guys, you guys got to go up in like 30 minutes. So just put something together real quick.
0: And what if you guys, what if that day, like, you guys decide, You know what? No, I'm going to be the villain today. Like, oh, can you just switch it up? Or no. is it, it's, no. That it's, all
2: has to go through, like, you know, the head people. And and your character is so important because you're taking these people on this journey. Yeah. But, I mean, there's definitely days where they've come to us. And, like, hey, so today we're thinking about starting to turn you either a
1: bad guy or a good guy. So we're going to start to plant the seeds now. Yeah, yeah. Like, when I came back from my broken neck, I got such an incredible reaction. And I was always such a villain. So they didn't know what kind of reaction. Like, probably the whole crowd will boo that I'm back. And they can't believe I overcame this broken neck they went nuts, like in such a positive way. And I was like still trying to be a bad guy out there. And they were like, no, like we're behind this girl. So the next night I'm supposed to give this big baby face or this big heel promo, like screw you everyone. And Mitz was like, sorry, kid, you're a baby face now. You're a good guy. And I was like, no. So as I'm going out there to give this heel promo, they just have all these girls attack me from behind. So then now the crowd's behind me, like, how dare you? And it turned me into this good guy. And I'll never forget it because I was like, no, I being a bad guy is so fun. Can you re-get there? I mean, I came back and fought Ronda Rousey, so I turned, I was an immediate heel, immediate villain, and it was very fun and very easy to do against Ronda because our WWE fans are very behind her, and they hated the fact that I, that's a point where they hated that I came back with this one. It was, what, a year ago, year and a half ago? And so it was was really fun to battle her and be that bad guy, and everyone, you know, throws either my ex in my face or something like that. It always happens when I'm back, so especially coming off as something
0: very public
1: and a breakup. They threw all that at my face, and I was the big villain. That
0: has to be so fucking annoying. I mean, yeah. I have to hear about my ex-boyfriends 24-7 just because of reality TV. Yeah. But, like, put, like, fighting and doing that, like, yeah. on top of it where it's, like, literally you just have to be, like, heckled. Yeah. Oh, my God.
1: That would Got be thick it's tough. skin. Mm-hmm. It's tough. And it's, like, the best is, too, when they get to do that to you and then you also lose the match. You're like, awesome. Oh, I'm just a double wow. loser today.
0: But it's fine. Okay. I just did the coolest thing recently with my dog. I did it with refund because I already know what Luda is. She's a multi-poo and an asshole. But Bo and I don't, well, we didn't know what breed refund. Was and so then I discovered the Embark dog DNA breed and health kit test. Okay, so this is an at home test that you can just give to your dog. Well, you got to like swab out the dog's, like you know, the side of the mouth and then put it in, then you mail it, and then it's like, then you mail it back. It's just like DNA testing for your animal. And we found out that refund is also part chihuahua. Um, what. Doesn't make any sense, but so cool to know. Okay, a lot of people are probably like, but why do I really need to learn about like my dog's breed? Um, I'll tell you why, because the more you know about your dog, the more you'll know if it's at risk for like a genetic health condition or if like you're looking to um, improve on how you train the dog, certain types of dogs are more inclined to learn in certain ways and different ways. So overall, it just helps get to know your dog. Think about it. We can't communicate with our dogs, we can't speak. So the best thing that we've got is information and knowledge. So when you use this Embark DNA test, you get the knowledge. Right now Embark has an exclusive offer you can't get anywhere else. Go to EmbarkVet.com now and use my promo code STASI to save 15% off your dog DNA test kit. Visit EmbarkVet.com and use promo code STASI to save. What has been both of y'all's favorite memory of doing it? Like the the time, or at least the time that you were like, this is like the peak, this is a peak for me. I think for me it
2: has to be, I mean, we've been so blessed to travel the world and see our fans globally, but we started this thing called the Bella Army and Mm -hmm. it's our crazy hardcore fan base, but starting to meet them and you start Mm -hmm. to realize that what you're doing on TV plays some type of role in their lives, whether it helped them overcome something at school or something in their family or relationship. And it just makes you be like, whoa, like all my hard work and all the stuff I do on TV is actually helping it's out purpose. other people. Yeah. You, it's yeah. like you have a purpose. Totally. Yeah. And I think that always made me feel like just a rock star yeah. and made me feel like what I'm doing just means something.
1: Yeah. And for me, there is, I mean, with Brie, definitely our Bella army is everything to us. And, as well as I I feel like I have these two moments. Um, One is when I became the longest reigning Divas Mm -hmm. champion and being a champion for over a year. And I just remember that night so perfectly and beating like the record. And I just just remember being like, this reign has been the best in my career and it was just so fun and awesome. And then, you know towards the end of it is when I found out I had a broken neck and I was going through the motions. And I just remember that night then that I lost or I had to give up the championship because I knew I had a broken neck. And it was very difficult to get through that match, but to know my reign was just the peak. And then coming back from my broken neck was always unforgettable. And then I had to say, when I came and fought Ronda Rousey, like we got a main event, the first ever all-women's pay-per-view. Yeah. And I just remember taking that moment, like one, I'm fighting this iconic woman who's done so much in her industry for women and now she's over here so just to fight ronda was amazing and then to be this main event of this sold-out crowd that was just for women's wrestling was so badass and the night before we did a big um remember how fun pep rallies were oh no
0: i i was like so not school spirited oh you weren't Mm -hmm. we were like major school
1: spirited (laughs) so i loved pep rallies so we started this like thing with our Bella Army where we did um, a pep rally and like Bella Army filled up this gymnasium. We had cheerleaders. We had a um, mascot, a Bella Bear, and we had a band and a band was like playing our entrance music. And But we had like, um, we'd pick a Bella... Army member to come host it that had this incredible story of like what they overcame and so we had that's amazing yeah Yeah. it was just it was such a great pep rally kumbaya moment and then the next day main evented the all women's pay per view and I was like damn it doesn't get any better than this totally yeah we've had a lot
2: of huge moments in WWE and just so many that's made us proud to just kind of represent women and we have been there seeing so many barriers be broken and I think that's been the coolest thing for us is like. We started where women didn't get a lot, and now they get everything. They're equal to the men, and that's been like the coolest ride.
0: That is so cool. Well, I was going to ask you guys, like, well, is there something that you would take back, especially like um, uh, on the sh- on the show because you air yeah. so much? And I, I don't, it's not that I want to end on a negative note. No. So I I'm thought about maybe not asking, but I'm still curious. Yeah. Just because you have to show so much, right? On t- not just, I mean, you're doing it in two different areas. Yeah you know totally I think what would yours be Bri what would oh, I'm
1: curious to hear, hear yours mine? first
2: gosh if I had to take back something um, and you maybe you decide nothing yeah. it's all been really fucking easy and cool yeah, yeah. <laughs> well that's the thing I it understand. hasn't been I mean I guess for me it's you know when I signed up for reality television I knew I had to show the good the bad the ugly mm-hmm. and I'm just one of those people I'm like this is who I am and you don't dig me I don't care I'm like I judge people too <laughs> Like, I'll look at people's mm-hmm. lives and be like, I don't know. <laughs> but I, I know half the world will like me. Half the world's going to hate me. Um, So when I kind of look at stuff I aired, some of the stuff I am nervous about is actually what's coming up this season. Because, you know, marriage is tough. Yeah. And my husband and I, we've been together eight years. And uh, married five. Going to go on six soon. And so, you know, we were having some issues. And the cameras caught a lot of that. And I had to be okay with it. My husband's not okay with that. Yeah, and for me, just rewatching some of those episodes and knowing they'll come out in April, I'm I'm a little nervous, and I'm like, I hope I don't regret any of this, but I also feel like people are going to relate. I think um, sometimes people like they to will. sugarcoat marriage, but marriage is really tough. There's days you just are like, wait, I'm not the same person you proposed to. No, I know you guys are engaged, and it doesn't take anything away, but. Brian and I, when we got engaged, were so different than where we're at now. And mainly it's because I've gotten so many opportunities as a woman.
1: And I don't want to say no.
2: Yeah, we just evolved differently.
1: Yeah.
2: But um, I'm nervous for that. It's the one time I've been like, almost like sometimes I'm up at night thinking like, ooh, like, is there anything I'm going to regret? Or I get like butterflies in my stomach. So that I think hopefully I don't take any of that back. Do you
0: ever get in like fights with your husband or arguments about the fact that it's like, Can't we just have something that's private? I say that to Bo a lot, and I'm and he's like, "This is your job, and you brought me into this. So when I tell the producer something, you are not allowed to get mad at me." And I'm like, "I can get mad at whatever Mm -hmm. I want. I want to have one argument that I don't have to talk about on camera. Just give me one. just give me one." No, see, my
2: husband is is like you. My my husband's like, "Do we get anything like?" to be private in our lives and I'm like, Brian, this is what we signed up for. Like yeah. the camera, I mean, we've been on reality television. What has it been seven years now? It's been a long time. Yeah. yeah. I, think seven. I mean, my husband proposed to me on total yeah. divas. We got married on total divas, had our baby on total bellas. Like I'm like, I don't like, I don't know. This has been our whole relationship really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he's very much like we need to find balance of privacy and then yeah. exposing.
1: Yeah. Which, and I agree with that. And I think for me, it's, you know, I look at like, even when I was going through my breakup, it was really hard because we were still in season. I mean, it was, I left three weeks before our wedding. So, and they, our wedding was going to be an hour special on E. and That is
0: crazy. I know. The pressure of that. So like, did you get your money back? <laughs> like, d-
1: John didn't really? No. It's, that
0: yeah, it cost I it couldn't co- imagine may I ask you what it's like to plan a wedding and not be sure. It
1: you know, I was so sure about it in the beginning and it was like the closer to God it just got, it started not to feel right for me and it it's weird because you hear about that suffocating feeling. I always hate the you know, the cold feet, but it was more of the suffocating feelings and the not being able to sleep, not being able to breathe. Like it, I was like, it was weird how I was feeling. I'm like, this isn't normal. And I needed to listen to my gut, my intuition. Yeah. Something isn't right. And my body's telling me, the universe is telling me. And I just started to dig in. And it's like, it was hard to just let the cameras were rolling. Like we were in season. I, um, I, and I was could like, not imagine yeah. that. And like, I couldn't say to stop. And it was- Do you was, think
2: the cameras too added the pressure and the suffocation? I definitely
1: think the Planning a wedding on camera, it became very tough because it doesn't become about just your wedding. There's so many expectations, so Girl, many I know, you know, right. Mm-hmm. And i I think that was like probably my one regret is I wish I didn't do as much for the cameras. And I think because my ex, was so busy at the time and so vacant and wasn't even a part of it that then I started to feel like it was just me and the cameras planning this wedding. Yeah. And Brie could be there, you know, a lot of the time, but it was mainly me by myself sitting in front of a camera, planning my wedding, tasting my cake. And I think that started to kind of eat me alive because people would be like, are you okay? I feel so bad for you. I mean, I know he's not here. Like, are you okay? All the and time. those All the time. Because he was just never there the year going into wedding planning. And so... The closer I got, I just kind of was like, "What? why am I doing this? What? Yeah. Wh- like, And I knew I could either do it and get through whatever I'm feeling and hopefully feel good or be stuck. And it was the hardest decision, but I was like, I don't want to be stuck. And I'm going to have to live with this decision, but it feels like walking away is the right thing to do. I literally knew that doing that, I could have lost everything in my career because I pissed a lot of people off. Um, a lot of different companies off because, because you, you can didn't imagine, get married.
0: so yes. But you know what? It's it's your that's a, that's your life, right?
1: Well, right. and that's what I took. I said, take away the whole TV, like take away reality TV, take away WWE. Just be Nicole Garcia Colas for a second. Mm-hmm. Don't be Nikki Bella. Be Nicole Garcia Colas. What do you want out of life? What, you as a human being, what do you want? Strip everything away. I didn't. I didn't want to go through it. And I and I had a life coach. I would did meditation. I mean, I was journaling, and at the end of the day, I was like, I have to walk away. That's what's right for me. And what kind of bothered me? The only thing you know, I have regret is total divas. The next season, like we had Bree and I, we never got breaks for years because we go total bellas, total divas. We go straight and straight, yeah. so we never get a break.
0: I could not imagine filming Vanderpump Rules and then being like, you know what? I don't want to marry Bo and even though we've planned this whole thing and production and all of that isn't and people are going to be pissed and yeah. I could not imagine that.
1: Yeah. I mean, and I remember people were trying to push me. Like I really I was hope that doesn't calls. happen
0: to us again. No, right? No. <laughs> Brian and I it's, got married
2: on TV okay. and I didn't <laughs> there wasn't one thing it's, like in my head that made yeah. me not want to marry him.
0: Okay. And even
1: when Bree says the cameras, there was a lot more going on in my relationship that I can't talk about because of contracts I've signed. But there was a lot going on. That yeah. it wasn't just one thing that led me to that decision. There were so many things. And yeah. you know, you just what it is, I think. Especially as women, we go through it. We try to, you know, for years say things don't bother us. We push it down and we put our chins up and we put the brave face on. And then you know what? It builds up. And yeah, it was a lot of my fault. There were things I should have confronted the other half on like what bothered me. But I try to make I try to be the perfect girlfriend. I try to be the perfect fiance. You can't try and be perfect because it's gonna make you miserable. Right? Yeah. It made me miserable. And I told Nicole, I was like The biggest brave face
2: you can have is showing people you're not brave enough to do this. Because I remember I read something. No, no. I was brave enough to make the decision. decision, But Mm -hmm. you, because we read this thing how someone was like, well, I put a brave face on and just married them because they had planned the wedding already and did everything. And I was like, that's not being brave. That's actually being a coward. Yeah. Like what my sister did was actually really brave. And she let the world see it knowing they were going to attack her. Yeah. And because media isn't crazy. And so, and I was like, Nicole, no, that was being brave. A woman walking down the aisle just because she felt like, I'm being so brave because I'm not letting anyone down at the network. No, that to me is a coward. And so I was like, you should be very
0: proud of yourself. Like, a takes a lot of guts. 100% you should be proud of yourself. And also, you. the network is kind of an idiot because it makes for better TV when people don't make it down the aisle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What don't they see about that? Well, and, and I'll <laughs> also not admit, to, like, it wasn't trivialize the your pain yeah. or anything. Or, totally. But, like,. Yeah, Uh, that just doesn't even make sense to me, right? I would think that Bravo would just be like, "Oh my God, Stassi didn't make (laughs) it down the aisle. This is gold." Yeah, (laughs) well,
1: the network then, which they're different reps now, but yeah, it
0: was actually they were always so supportive of us. They were really supportive
1: of you. Other people involved. Okay.
0: Yeah, that. Oh, well, yes, we won't name names. Yeah, you guys, thank you so much for doing my podcast. Yeah, thank you for yeah, having y'all us. are literal superstars. Thank literal my gosh. superstars. You're so sweet. And we're about to do y'all's podcast, correct? Yes. yes. So uh, everyone, join us. Go and check it out. Um, swap time. Swap time. Thank you it. guys. Thank, thank you. you.